the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. We'd love to talk to you and uh, answer your gardening questions. You just have to come on by at 1604 and Bull Road and uh, ask us in person, or you can call us on the phone at 308-8867, 308-8867. And Trace is up here, too. And uh, there's some news, and uh, well, we'll just let him tell you what he's got going on. What's going on, Trace? Well, the most interesting thing is tomatoes were available this week. All right. It's coming week. So everybody always asks me early, and so I'm going to bring in a small amount of celebrity for those people that want to step up and get going already. Pat them up. Yeah. I guess we need to add put, put our potting up deal on it. We always put that on the... Good Lord, I forgot my pants. Uh, we, uh, we always put that right up uh, because of the rodeo tomatoes in February. Probably shouldn't... Most of them shouldn't be planted out. They should be potted up. And that that's a lot of fun for people to do. Uh, and and it, it's different growing a plant in a container than it is... Uh, you know, growing it in the ground. Sure, you can shelter it from the yeah. from the wind. You if it gets keep, too cold, you move it inside. So the people that do start early like that and actually take care of their plant in the container will have production much, much faster than somebody who waits and procrastinates. But you've got some in gallons coming in. Uh, there's going to be, tw- they have to show up first, but there's 20 in, <laughs> in one gallon coming. Also celebrity. Oh, also celebrity. Yeah. That's, oh, that's. Uh, from, I have to feel brave to bring tomatoes in. So celebrity, no, no, I know. celebrity is uh, the most asked for. So gallon and also six pack. A six pack. Okay. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So that's one thing. How are we doing on our horse herb plant of the weekend? Ah, uh, there's about twenty four, twenty five left. Okay. Oh man, that had been a big run on those. We brought in four <laughs> flats. <laughs> right. What is uh, January still? So. Oh, okay. All right. Would you suggest people pot this up? Pot up horse <laughs> Well, they could, if they were frugal and they didn't have nothing to do. See, this plant, this has got uh, uh, two nice, three, three, three plants in it, two of them real nice. 
so they could split that up and uh, and pot it into a gallon. However, yes, I, I, I think this is the way to plant it, you know, because well, it's so inexpensive. Yeah, it's so inexpensive. At One fifty nine for the little four right. and a half. And if they do buy twenty assorted ground covers, doesn't have to all be oh. that drops the price to a buck four. Yeah, and if you if you do pot them up, don't tell anybody, your fellow gardeners. <laughs> uh, you're, uh, I'm potting up uh, tomatoes, right? No. Her syrup. <laughs> Got to protect it. Well, the the uh, the deal is, uh, horse herb does it's it's its use is in rock is shallow soils under trees and whatever. Uh, so the smaller root system you have, I w- I would say on these plants that that they have for sale here, is to divide them. When, when you know to, when you buy one plant, divide it into two or three, and you you and pro- then, then probably end up planting them, some of them sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. It's, you just you just want to get them in as, as as much soil as you can, but yeah, they're, they're not too fussy. Yeah, now this pl- this plant is made for uh, poor planting conditions. Of course, you'll have to water it. Uh, Gently, but uh, unless we get a it, rain like we did the other, yeah. Did you get a little rain? The, uh-uh. Yes, yesterday. No. Well, yeah. no. I got a little at the house. And didn't I look, got. Yeah. Didn't look like we got much here, but uh, I called it a trace. But in the paper, it was actually one hundredths of an inch. Oh, that's fish. a trace. Then. So yeah. A little meat. Oh. But when it's when it's cold, cold like it was, it you know it stays damp for half the day. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that's uh, another thing. Another thing I noticed that on on my container plants, you gotta they're dry. They dried out all. Oh all yeah, well, the humidity has been so low. Yeah, and we've had some sun during and, the day and some wind. Yeah. So watch your. Uh, you got a uh, few. You know, if you got pansies or even some of the petunias that escape the freeze and containers are close to the house, uh, don't let them dry out. Uh, snapdragons, whatever you got in uh, containers, because uh, they'll they'll be coming back gangbusters as soon as we get a little warmth. Yeah. Speaking of tomatoes, I've I got on PlantAnswers.com the the uh, a link to our announcement of the 2017 Rodeo Tomato Celebration uh, that we're going to have on when uh, February the 18th. Yes. And uh, so we'll, we'll bring in some of the rodeo tomatoes. Yeah. And, uh, all of the uh, proceeds from those tomatoes will go to the youth gardening program. That's nice. Through the Bear County Master Gardeners, but we it appreciate benefits that. The, benefits the kids. Yeah, we appreciate that. And uh, keep, keep in mind those those tomatoes even should probably be potted up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like I say, they have been planted now, yeah. and so. Uh, uh, they 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 are going to be available. I was worried there for a time that uh, we had gotten some bad seed from a, a seed company, and this is just one of the many things that can happen with uh, a new variety. Or so have you divulged anymore. the name yet? No. Even, even on your article? No. Okay. Uh, I've, we're working on an article. Uh, Calvin's working on an article, and. Uh, I think David and uh, Texas A&M is working on an article, 
but I haven't put the article or the name and the description on uh, plantanswers.com because it's not rodeo, Trace, right? I saw a rodeo event last night. I think they were doing like a barbecue. Oh, yeah, barbecue yeah, I saw that. With the breakfast? Didn't they have the breakfast? Yeah, they had the breakfast. Cowboy breakfast. they had something going on over over uh, the, the barn. Yeah, it's a barbecue. They have the pre-barbecue. It's supposed to be one of the smelled really good. Biggest, biggest barbecues in, in the state or in the nation uh, or something. We went, we went to a hockey game there last night, and, mm. and we could smell it. Oh, is that right? First thing we wanted to know why all those people were there. <laughs> and then second, we once we got out of the car, we realized why all those people were there. Yeah, it smelled good, it too. Did. It was great. Yeah, they got some of the best barbecue people. I imagine Frisky sold a lot of meat to go Yeah, out there. I was going to say, I know that he was competing in it. Uh, oh, was he competing? Well, I don't know this year. I know last year. Yeah. I saw Wedman last night. Oh, is that right? A friend invited me to uh, St. Jerome's. A wild game uh, dinner and stuff. Well, what did you eat weird, Melton? Sounds like David. Did you eat a hog? <laughs> did you eat hog? They had, uh, I don't know if they had hog, I didn't see it. They had rabbit dumplings. All right. They That's had um, deer steak. I did not see squirrel if they had it. Uh, <laughs> they had some different things. But what they, they, <sighs> yes, you, you, you couldn't swing anything. Without hitting the Prusky, is that right? The Pruskies were all over there. They kept it was it was wonderful. <laughs> they kept making announcements. So Edmund was there, and uh, then there were three or four tables, at least of ten each of Pruskies, and they kept making these announcements. You know, we need so and so Prusky to come over to the tent here, and uh, then five minutes later, uh, Carl Prusky, if you're Carl, if you'll come on up to the and then. Uh, We're towing your car away, <laughs> yeah. Fred. So uh, anyway, it was a lot of fun. But anyway, uh, I imagine Edmund had a team in there, so we'll yeah. have to find out. Yeah. Well, uh, tell our tell our listeners, just yeah, remind yeah. them what Prusky's is. Oh, uh, Prusky's Meat Market up there in Atkins, and uh, they. Uh, I'm 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 guessing. Often on sponsor. Yeah, but great meats. Uh, it's an old-fashioned meat market. I really like that potato sausage stuff. That was yeah. Good. Oh, good. Calvin made them do that. Yeah. Twisted Edmund's arm. What the, what's that? The, the, the potato sausage. The potato sausage. Yeah. That, that was, uh, I still call it Swedish sausage, even though it's probably a better, more accurate Swedish, Mexican, Polish sausage, uh, the way they've, cha- they've changed it a bit. Calvin tells a story that's what put Prusky's back on the map. That, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what the story Edmund tells, but, you know. That's no. Just... <laughs> but I think, I think Edmund... Tell uh, makes up a little, you know, about how how much how much of that potato sausage they're selling, and uh, that it's a, it was a great addition, you know. People are lining yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, we, we had a run on it yesterday. It is like good. No. <laughs> now, uh, yesterday somebody called in and talked about uh, a new tomato called Heatmaster. And uh, uh, Dennis jumped right on that and sent me a bunch of uh, links, and I think uh, Milton found a couple of links. And I read, I read through the information. Uh, I'm getting conflicting reports on that. Uh, some some people say it's a medium size medium sized tomato. In other words, it's not a big hamburger type of tomato. But in the description, they say it's a big tomato. Hmm. 
are you surprised that you're getting conflicting reports? Like no, well. I would go with which, whoever grew it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but well, then, that, that, whoever grew it said it was a medium, medium-sized tomato. Probably but, the most but, accurate. But just big enough. It was, I mean, that was not a negative comment. And you can and you can have. But uh, it is nematode resistant, and uh, you can I, have people grow it that don't like it. You can have people grow it that just love yeah. it and say it's their favorite tomato too. And it, it, I was right about it being uh, distributed uh, up in East Texas by is it, is uh, Bonnie Vaughn. Semi-determinate or determinate or what? It's it's deter- uh, determinate. Determinate. Yeah. So it it may be one that we definitely need to look at. At least put in the test. Yeah, at least put it in the tests. Yeah. If we can ever get the seed, we're having trouble getting the seed from the seed company. That's kind of good. 65 to 75 days is what it's saying on the website. That's pretty good. Fruit size, 7 ounces, full sun, 3 to 4 foot tall. Oh, that's small. Yeah, that's that's determined. Yeah. So... And uh, seven seven ounce fruit size. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of that's, me- that's medium. medium. Yeah, medium. oblong shape. What did it say? Oblong. Mm-hmm. What? This is from BonniePlants.com. We ain't having that. What? Supposed to be round. Oh. Heatmaster holds its own. The picture shows it round. The picture uh. does show round. <laughs> Yeah, tell you, here, I'll show you the picture. There's the picture. What is that oblong in there? I didn't That's see the same, that. It's the same, same picture that they use for every tomato. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, performs well as a fall crop in warmer zones. Plants are resistant to Alternaria stem canker, gray leaf spot, verticillium. Verticillium, what, yeah. Fusarium. Well, don't, fusarium. Get, don't get everybody excited about it. Oh, okay. Now. I'm we sorry. Got a, okay. We got enough. We got a new rodeo tomato coming. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so anyway. Plus, i got to be able to get it. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, we got to. I'm going to stop talking about it. All right, so 308-8867, 308-8867. I thought, Trey, since you're up here, you had a question from a, a customer. I don't think he stuck around to ask about uh, satsumas. and. Oh, well, he couldn't tell me what kind. I'm just, oh, okay. Just Oranges. Satsumas. Um, but he had good crops the last, the previous two years, but this year... His uh, fruit was basically dry inside when he went to go harvest. So yeah, water. We got out of water I during uh, during the uh, expansion. Our our trees will do that uh, in Uvalde uh, in the ground. Was his in a container in the ground? It was. It was in the ground. I was thinking maybe he overcropped it or something. And yeah, that but too. But the water is amazing. Well, and we and I was telling Trace that we used to. You know, just like the person we had uh, yesterday, if they're waiting for it to get orange, quite yeah. often you kind of pass the prime time, and they'll and they'll dry out if they're overcropped and if they're yeah. not watered. He did say he had, uh, the reason why I wasn't thinking water is because he had a uh, grapefruit and two other oranges that everything was perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, we we've seen that on our and his previous crops were okay. Previous crops were fine. Yeah, uh, I, that has to do with, with weather. I'm, I'm convinced that has to do with weather because, like I said, we've got some in Uvalde, and the trees would be side by side, big tree, uh, medium side tree, and uh, you'll have dry fruit on one, and a lot of dry fruit, uh, and 
the one right by it to be okay, and they watered the same time, of course. The his the history uh, is, and uh, you know, I'm not quite sure what how the the pattern relates, but uh, you know what what happened the year before sometimes is a factor on yeah. what happens this year, and then how old the now this this one yeah. Trace is talking about was a mature yeah. tree, so. I had a sad thing happen this morning. Oh, what? I ate my last satsuma. Did you? Oh, man. They were good. They were good. They were Very really sweet. Good. So now we now we have to wait a whole another year, or nine months anyway, uh-huh. before we well, I start went, eating them again. Well, at least you know you're going to get some more, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I went, uh, Judy, when we get, of course, we had everything freeze, but... Uh, we were having fish the other day, and and Judy said, "Are any of those lemons? Uh, you know, I'd left a lot of any of them good." And I said, "Well, most of them are frozen, but there's some that look like they're okay. Of course, they turned out to be frozen in the middle, you know, and kind of uh, uh, kind of woody, and yeah, no no, no uh, structure to them, and everything. So they didn't pass muster." I'm still eating your limes that you gave me. Uh, huh. well, was that a month ago? What, or? Yeah. Did you? How, do you, how do you store them? Do you refrigerate? In the refrigerator, in yeah. the hydrator. They 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 do pretty well. Oh they, yeah, they, they stay a long time. They they're beginning to deteriorate a little yeah. bit, but they still taste like a lime. They're better than the limes that I left on the tree. There you go. Yeah, that that are so. that are mush. <laughs> Trace, uh, anything else going on you want to bring we, up? We've got the fruit trees in. Yeah, and fruit trees, uh, Shade trees, pretty good selection. Uh, a lot of the shrubs are in. Uh, I guess the next most relevant thing was the uh, the Join the Rodeo Fund. Okay. Where we're doing the, uh, the, the donation on the uh, Rodeo Tomato. So this is on uh, Saturday, February 18th. We're going to be doing hot dogs, chips, and drinks. And you donate a dollar, and that dollar goes to the food bank. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have balloon artists out here and face painters for the kids. Mm-hmm. Although I've seen some adults, Milton, <laughs> that have participated. Well, there's at least one adult that keeps trying to participate. I do. And, and, and they the keep face, running me off. And, and the balloon deal. He's, he's a balloon man. And we'll have the Texas Weather Band out uh, from 11 to 3. So we'll get that country feel going on. Yeah. Rodeo feel. That's good. Cool. That's going to be a lot of fun. And for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. Millburgernursery.com. Now, y'all sure we had this last year? Did we have this last year? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Hey, real quick. Uh, well, but actually, you, you yeah. know, you know you're, you're getting been... pretty close to your 71st birthday, so yeah, you yeah. don't always remember things here. I swear I don't I think remember. I it's three or four years, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I remember but I we, the, the but second it, year we did the, the little riding bull thing out there. But uh, it's <laughs> no, more structured. It seems to be more structured this year and than it was, uh, was last year. And we have some year. new events coming up, too, so... Uh, Go to the website. Uh, we're going to have a, a fiesta type event. Uh, we do have an adult seminar coming up at the end of February for uh, what to cut and clean up from the from the freeze damage and what to feed it with to get it to recover as good as it's going to. And my column next Saturday will be on that that same topic. Uh, uh, most you know mostly kind of recounts what we've talked about on citrus and. Uh, 
you know when to when to cut and uh, what to look for before you cut and re- I kind of tell ask people to be patient as much as they can. So they won't they won't do that. They, it reminds everybody we still. You'd be shocked how many people that have asked and we recommend that they wait till David's seminar. <laughs> And so if we get them to wait for the seminar, then they're closer to the time they're actually oh, yeah. and, and they're listening. Because, we, you know, we got a pretty good chance in February to have another freeze. It could happen. Yeah. Hey, we need to take a break, but while we do, give us a call at 308-8867. Steve's on the line, and we're going to talk to him right after this on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. MillburgerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's MillburgerNursery.com, part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dale Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, one that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores with three San Antonio and Shirts locations like Northwest Military at Hebner Road or call 479-BIRD. That's 479-BIRD. Are you a caregiver? If not, chances are you know one. Every Sunday, tune in to Caregiver SOS On Air. Each week, nationally known gerontologist Carol Zerniel and veteran broadcaster Ron Aaron explore the issues faced by people caring for older loved ones. Together with their guests, Ron and Carol offer help and hope. Learn more this Sunday evening at 6 on Caregiver SOS On Air. Presented as part of the Caregiver SOS program by the WellMed Charitable Foundation and heard right here on 930 AM, the Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. 
When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's a number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 15315C. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our number is 308-8867, and Steve is on the line. Hi there, Steve. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks for waiting. What's going on? Hi, Mill. This is Drip Steve. Drip Steve, yay. Thanks hey. for waiting. What's going on? How can I help you? Hey, I, I heard you all talking about tomato varieties. I just wanted to ask Jerry if that, uh, the rodeo and the heat master were Yellow curl virus resistant. Do they tell about that? I don't think the rodeo tomato is. Uh, I don't know about this uh, heat master thing. It's got uh-huh. it's got a pretty it's got a pretty good disease package in it. I think yeah. the only one that we know is is tycoon that's resistant to that, isn't it? Well, the valley cat is too. I planted both oh, of them last year. Okay. No valley valley cat. Valley cat, not, okay. Not the, yeah, not the bobcat. I didn't plan it. I just planned the valley cat. Yeah. And that, uh, what was it called? Birdie? Something. Bird name is Bert. that? That they had last year. We talked about I planted. Oh, gosh, I have to look it up. You mean Bert. the tomato? Yeah. It's, it's the same name as that town down in the Bay Area. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, is this? Wait, this anyway, wasn't I, I, the Lavaca. Lavaca, that's it. Oh, oh, okay. Good good yeah. going, Mister. Well, once he said the, the valley or something. Yeah. Hey, Steve, did yeah. you have any trouble with your tycoon last year or last fall? Uh, they, they didn't last as long as they normally did. Cause I, I got some leaf spot on them that yeah, I hadn't got I, before. I was kind of, I was kind of, yeah. Everything kind of grew over, you know, kept growing and kept producing, and they just kind of stopped. And yeah. it looked to me, it looked to me like it might be a virus or something. But uh, well, yeah, I it just, could have been. It didn't look like the yellow curl virus though, because I had it the year before, and it killed about half my tomatoes. And then I, I planted, like I say, the valley cat I had the best result with. I didn't, I got pretty long production and nice, good sized tasting tomatoes. Yeah, now, I was going to tell you about, about, about the Lavaca. Um, it, it grew good and didn't have any disease problems and everything, and it had a lot of tomatoes, but, but they didn't taste very good to me. They, they tasted like a, an old fashioned. Taste tomato, you know. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of, I was kind and, of. And, yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't the fish tomato that you had last year, because I grew it and it was fine. And I I compared them to Surefire because they were yeah. kind of in that same league, and I I found the Surefire to be tastier. Okay. The vodka produced yeah. more fruit though. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, they 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 produced a lot, but, but I didn't think they had much taste to them. So. Okay, well there you go. We we that's the kind of the feedback we need to get on all of our tomato varieties. I, I was saying yeah, I was saying yesterday that the this this new uh, rodeo tomato the uh, in the description, the company says that uh, it's a it's one of the best tasting tomatoes they've ever put on the market, and I've never I've never seen that written up. You know, most yeah. of the time they're they're not brave enough. Well, to, yeah, that'll be that's a that challenge out. out there. Yeah, for yeah, all, all those old, old timers that are there. Yeah. Taste and old time taste or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, I'll put a couple of those in too. Okay. Now. Good. Yeah, that's give them a try. All right. All right. Well, you doing okay for this year? No, everything froze out on me except the spinach. But yeah, I've I, I replanted the fall step. The, the snow peas are about six inches high now, and, oh, and good. Uh, the bok choy is just breaking ground. And uh, that, that's about all I got in anyway. Yeah, that'll <laughs> take the cold. That twenty-three degrees killed everything that I had. Yeah, it's I mean it got pretty. I, I mean it got pretty cold out there. You're in the hill country. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was I'd be surprised if it didn't get below 22 out there. It, I, it could have. That, it, I, I got up and looked about four in the morning, and you know, you know, I have the uh, Weather Underground that has a station in in Crosstown Ranch, and and it said 23. So okay, okay, that's but it was 22 for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's about the way it was at my house, uh, there in Bronze Station. Okay, uh, thanks for calling, Steve. Good to hear from okay, you again. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. What? So, uh, Cal Calvin's got a good uh, kind of a... Uh, Month by month, uh, what to do with your lawn in yesterday's, uh, garden paper, garden section. And that was, that, that was good, Calvin. You did good. I, uh, by month by my month to month. So people need to, if you take the paper, get that and, uh, and post it. Well, so I'm, that I'm you wondering can if we remember. can't, I wonder if we can't get that on our, our website because we've got the, the calendar logged out. So. Yeah, I can. It might be something we can. I'll, we can I'll be there. sending it to your websites. Probably, uh, I'll, I can send it uh, th this week. Now you, you didn't send it before you left, did? I haven't got. Oh yeah, yet. that's right, I did. I, I've got those in in that in that section. Yeah, Jerry, I sent Jerry a copy of all, all the articles that I'd finished before I left, but uh, I hadn't sent the the other site the other website that. Uh, Information or any of the websites. Okay. 
I'll, I'll look through there and maybe put it on there because it, it's pretty pretty comprehensive and, and, the, and one, short. the one the one thing we we haven't done as much as we usually do it's too early to fertilize the lawn this, you put this, that in there yeah. You put that in there. Yeah, yeah, I did. But this this year, it's not as tempting because the lawn, the with the cold weather, the lawn or brown. Yeah. yeah. Unless you've got the sustainable winter. There you go. With rescue grass or annual bluegrass. Oh, my grass is beautiful. Yeah, that might be pretty good too. Like golf course. But the uh, the thing that is really really great, uh, good to do right now is the aeration and top dressing. Yeah. And. Uh, it wasn't too many years ago, and we had really had trouble finding aerators. For you know, there was kind of this gap. We had all these rental equipment stores, and they had them, and then they kind of closed down. Now, now you can find them at Home Depots, and then our friends at Quality Organic. Yeah, Todd has one. Todd has, Todd has yeah, Todd has them too that you can use, and uh, so it's an it's a if you get the equipment, easy job, fast job, and then you just put a half inch of. Uh, uh, compost. Did, uh, does he go do it for them, or is it uh, they rent it? They rent it. He doesn't go do it for them. No, no. But you can. You, there's uh, there are a couple companies. Uh, shoot, I can't remember the the one of the uh, the lawn lawn uh, lawn care company. Somebody is going to call. Equipment spotted, um, then, then you know, like if there's a Home Depot relatively close to you, you can bring it over. It only takes you an hour. Do it with your neighbor. Get a couple of neighbors together, and you can all get it done. Let Milton and, do it. Yeah, if you do it like Milton, you will. You'll do the neighbors uh, without yeah. asking. No, yeah. I just keep going. Uh, yeah, just let it. <laughs> it strikes me as not a, him not asking if they have a sprinkler system. Though. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't my responsibility. They just put me on it. Calvin should have told me. <laughs> Speaking of poking things, uh, well, I, I left out probably our, our most utilized event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're having a blood drive, and uh, oh, I left that, that's actually the next event we're having. So it's yeah. on the 11th. Speaking of poking, they help when they poke you with a needle. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I got that. We, we Thank you. All right. Well, I got it too, but that's, that's uh, not like Milton. <laughs> we'll have, we'll have, uh, have the blood bank out. It's our one of our uh, every quarter we do it. And uh, it is important that uh, we we take care of people. And Millburgers offers a ten dollar gift certificate for everybody who donates blood. It's, yep. easy, it's easy to do. I did it last uh, last time, and they they streamlined the the paperwork, and they don't look at you funny. Well, I don't know if they they don't look at you funny if you've done some traveling, and because uh, I think they got a they get a better grasp on. And what is important? Uh, what kind of experiences are important in terms of the blood supply? So, but it, uh, you get that gift certificate even if you apply and they decide yeah, you can't get it. Turn you, you down, it. you still get it. And that's on millburgernursery.com. That's coming up on the 11th, and the 18th is the rodeo tomato celebration. Yeah. And then on 20, the 25th, February is full of stuff. And David's out here. David's for out here. Absolutely. Yeah. So there is something going on every weekend at Millburgers, except for the first one. Um, 
Well, I'm going to make sure of that. But, uh, yeah, so let's see. Is that here? No, no that's, that's here. here. All right, so uh, go to MillbergerNursery.com, and you can find out more about all the stuff that's going on. That's MillbergerNursery.com. All right, 308-8867, thanks, Grace, 308-8867 is our number, and you can call and be a part of the show. Let's see, Virginia's on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Virginia, welcome to the show. How's it going today? Pretty good. How are y'all? Good. It's a nice, pretty uh, day. i got a question that I don't know if y'all can uh, give me an answer to off the top of your head. Are there any tomato plants that are kind of short, like a one foot tall that might have a normal tomato instead of cherry tomatoes? Oh. Uh, not, not one. Well, a patio tomato. Uh-huh. Uh, two and a half feet tall. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, the, but the fruit is small to medium. Yeah, and it's not, in my opinion, it's not the, the best quality no, fruit. No, it's not. No. Uh-huh. You know, it's bigger than that, That, but that... Um, Nine, BHN 968, what is that? Four feet, I guess, that wants to be. You the cherry tomato? The, the cherry, yeah. 968? Yeah, that 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 has such a wonderful taste that I... Yeah. And uh-huh. uh, works well in a container. Oh, what if name can, is it otherwise? Does it have a name? No, the, uh, it's actually yeah, the name. BHN 968. That's it. Oh, they they sometimes also say uh, cherry surprise. Sometimes they have stur- surprise. Yeah. Oh, cherry okay. Surprise. Okay. Uh, now, but, it, but it is it is taller. It's certainly taller than a foot. And Jerry's keep making faces at me because he thinks it gets much taller than four feet. But well, it could be. Uh, you know, it could be. Because uh, in the ground, in the ground, it definitely gets taller. Yeah. And yeah. if you uh-huh. wear fertilizer real well. Okay, uh, now, is it too late to plant English peas? No. No, get them in quick, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how big a... I have uh, four clocks that are in the way, and I don't know if this is possible. If I can dig up the tubers and plant them in a pot, and if I can, how big a pot do I need? You can't kill those things with what a bulldozer, four o'clock. You're telling me. Oh. That's why I'm going to move them. Don't worry. Uh, dig out the root. Uh-huh. You know, I imagine they're frozen to the ground. Just a piece yeah. of the root is on. Yeah, just dig a out piece? the root. Yeah, you do, don't worry. You can even bare root it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I get a six-inch piece of that, yeah. that root. Because it goes deep. Uh-huh. Yeah. How big a pot then, do you need if you want to put it in a pot? Oh. I'd well, say a five-gallon would, would do five you. Gallon? Yeah. Okay. But it'll take advantage of whatever. It, oh yeah. You, you put it in. If you put put it in like a twenty gallon, it does a, it's a oh, nice yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. Can it use uh, really hot hot soil like something with a lot of chicken manure in it? You got more. No, no, you're 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 taking too good care of this thing. No, I just want to get rid of the contaminated chicken manure. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> That's all I, well, I don't. I don't know if they have chicken manure here or not. Oh well, I have some that's not not good for vegetables, so just some. Uh, okay. Well, just uh, some other stuff is in there. I just want to use it for flowers. Oh, okay, yeah, that works. Flowers are your shrub. Just spread it in your shrub border too. 
Oh, that's a good idea, too. Okay, last question. Foxgloves, can you plant them now by seed, or do you have to have plants, or is it too late? What is that? Foxgloves, is that what you said? Uh-huh. I think that's a wildflower, right? I, I think they came, too. I don't even know what they look like, but somebody said plant some. I don't know. They show up. They show up in about April. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I could still plant seed. Yeah, I I I wonder how sensitive they are to cold. I yeah. Think, I think you I think you'd be okay to plant seed uh-huh. in February. Okay. They don't they don't they don't last long. They don't like our heat. Yeah. But but they you know for a few months they like it. Yeah. I, I think you're right about the wild stuff. That there's some yeah, I think flood. I think they come up in the spring, in the early uh-huh. spring, and then like Calvin said, when the temperature gets hot, they they fade out. Okay. Well, thank you for your answers. I really appreciate it. Well, okay, sure, we Virginia. appreciate you calling. Yeah, good, uh-huh. good questions. Uh huh. Thank you. Bye bye. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line. 308-8867. 308-8867. Let's talk to Joyce on the line. Hi, Joyce. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Very well. I don't see how anyone could not be on a day like this. Thank you. It is a beautiful <laughs> day. It is a beautiful day. I wish they would all be like this. Not too hot, not too cold, just right. Anyway, I'll there just you my go. question. <laughs> <laughs> Another tomato question when you mentioned BHN 968. Uh, right. that, that was the one you called Rodeo Surprise and Cherry Surprise. It went by some other names until it turned Right. Out. And, right. Well, and uh, my question is, last fall you talked about a cherry tomato that resembled a uh, Roma. Celeb- a what? A Roma tomato. A t- right, tiny- right, right. Roma, and- Roma surprise. Or, See, there's or another even. surprise. And my question- another surprise. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, does it have a real name like BHN 968 did and, that I could order seeds from somewhere? I came out last year and to get my Miss Piggy, and you were out of them, so I never got a chance to try. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's a commercial variety. Uh, let me see. I think it I think it had a number on it, uh, but uh, it it's never been it's never been uh, commercially available. It, it was from, uh, uh, it's a Hines. Uh, was it Hines or Campbell? I think it's Hines. Okay. Uh, so it, it, right. you couldn't order seeds somewhere? No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Oh, gosh. Okay, but I'm a big fan of Roma tomatoes because they're thick-walled. Could you suggest another cherry type that would be a, what I call, thick-walled tomato? Not well, the Roma, <laughs> they have, you know, they sell Roma on the, on the market. How yeah, about but a Roma tomato—it's a bigger size tomato. I was looking for the uh, small cherry size type tomato. How about the Lavaca? Is that too big for you? I don't know La- what that one. Well, um, I don't know if we're gonna have that, Kevin. No. Oh, well, I want okay. something like maybe say Juliet or one of those that size. Yeah, but that—that's real thin walls. I Juliet know. Juliet is. I yeah. know, but I meant though that size and shape. And big, big and big plant. Well, I don't care about the plant size. That can be anything for me. I mean. Oh, okay. But uh, the, the catalogs quite often will have seven or eight different Romas in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I always kind of pass through them really quick because they're not my favorite. But. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Well, I just uh, was going to take a chance since that uh, cherry surprise turned out to have an actual name. I just wondered if this was something. But if no, it it it, it, okay. it it had a number, but uh, it it's not it it wouldn't be available to, to the homeowners. Oh, okay. Well, there. Now we we we're going to do that. We're probably going to do that again this year. I saved some seed of it. Uh, so we'll probably do that again this year, but uh, we usually save that for the fall. Yeah, that's yeah, what you would you know, because like. it's fast maturing. But I missed out on it. So okay, I'll have to be more diligent. So yeah, I there think. you go. How's little Miss <laughs> Figgy? All right, thank you for calling. How's your Miss Figgy doing? Oh, my Miss Figgy is doing well. Took the freeze. It's still in a pot because I don't want to put it out until later this spring. And uh, took the freeze okay, and uh, I, the, the little tips still seem viable and green, so I have high hopes for it. I was uh, I found out one thing about it that I'll tell you. I like the fig a lot. It's a nice, sweet little fig, but I heard you all talking about some that did, you didn't think they, someone said they didn't seem to be that sweet. I found out that you have to wait until it actually gets almost soft on the tree, and then it is right. really a good-tasting one. But I okay, picked a couple good. of them. I picked a couple of them too soon when they turned the dark purple, and I thought, oh, they're they're ready to go. But if you can leave them on until they get slightly soft, boy, they sweeten good then. Okay, that's that's the case with all figs, I guess. Except so we we shouldn't expect anything from uh, different yeah, from us. Uh, one of the one of the issues is that the the birds. Oh yeah. yeah. There's always a race to get them, and with uh, the Miss Figgy, with that small fig, uh, depending on where you plant it, that I guess that would be especially hard. Yeah, but it would be easier to cover. That's true. Because it's a dwarf. Yeah. You what do you estimate the maximum of size? I mean, not under ordinary conditions would be for a Miss Figgy planted in the ground. Uh. They again. We've never seen this thing. You know, it's 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 new. So I've never I've never seen seen it grown. Uh, so I it it would be a pure guess on my part uh, how how big that plant's going to get. Okay. Uh, but it's it's a dwarf. Uh, we're hoping it'll get uh, three to four feet. Okay. No okay. more than three to four feet. Well, I'll and in a in a container that'll probably be about right. Yeah. Okay. It's a it's a nice bushy little thing. I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah. Good. We appreciate that. Good deal. Thank Thanks, you. Joyce. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a break. So you give us a call right now, and you'll get up right back. Uh, get on the air right after this. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick on nine thirty a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. 
You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. MillburgerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's MillburgerNursery.com, part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevard Road. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? (laughs) Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. A new era has started in America, and with it, a new attitude, outlook, and feeling of purpose. It's going to be only America first. Can President Trump deliver on his promises from the campaign? And will the Democrats come around and get on board or just be a roadblock? One thing's for sure. It'll be interesting, and you can follow it all right here. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. When it comes to stock market corrections, take this advice. Don't get fooled again. People have lost thousands of their retirement savings again. Robin Hoppus with Big State Financial can show you how to move your money into a safe investment with zero risk and a guaranteed return. Tune into the Big State Financial Radio Show Saturdays, 2 p.m. and Mondays, 8 p.m. Or call Robin today, 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or go online to BigStateFinancial.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Y'all can keep talking for a sec. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. 
And John is on the line. John, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Man, I am great. It's beautiful outside and starting to warm up. That's the truth. What's going on? How can we help you? My uh, in-laws live down in the Winter Garden area, and they've got a uh, a uh, pretty good-sized uh, grapefruit tree. It's probably 10 feet tall, 10 feet uh, canopy in diameter. Um, and it it produces these great big grapefruits that have the thickest rind on them you've ever seen. Uh, is is the meat white? Is the meat white? It's not white. It's uh, you, I mean, you can see a little bit of white in there, yes, but not, you know. It's, okay. It, it's the old, the old, the old, the, the old, the old, old varieties of grapefruit are white. White grapefruit. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's a lot closer to being white than it is to being the color of, you know, a ruby red or something like right, that. Right, 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 right. Okay, that's what it is. Um, is it really, it's real sweet? Very, very sweet. Extremely sweet. Yeah. Bloom sweet. I'll, yeah. I guess, I guess there's lots of lots of different varieties, but the one that's most common see around here seems to be bloom sweet. And bloom I have sweet. it and yeah. And I it's Super really it's not really a grapefruit a grapefruit grapefruit. And pretty cold tolerant. That that's what I've been wondering about, 'cause I'd I'd like to uh I know my in laws aren't gonna live in that place forever and I'm certainly not going to try and uh, transplant that thing. Um, is it possible to take cuttings from those, or to can you let the fruit go to seed and then, and then grow from seed, or how, how can I propagate that tree? If you want to propagate that particular tree, uh, the cuttings are uh, sort of difficult to root uh, mm-hmm. if you don't have a mist bed or something. But I, th- I think uh, I think I would just uh, grow them from seed. Uh, okay. A seed a seed grown citrus is uh, or seed grown citrus uh, yeah seed grown citrus is hardier than a grafted citrus uh, okay. by by two or three degrees. But uh, I would I would just just take some seed out of the fruit. You you've got plenty. It probably has. They have quite a bit of seed in them anyway, and just plant them, uh, plant them uh, right out of the fruit, and in in pots or whatever, and uh, keep them warm. They should sprout uh, fairly quick, and they the sprouts from citrus, they come back true. For, they're not like peaches or apples or pears or things like that, where if you save the seed, you don't know what you're going to get. But with citrus, gotcha. you get you get the identical plant that you saved the seed from okay very you, cool. you could you could grow a multitude of you know for, from seed okay and they'll, and they'll be fine growing up here in the i mean i live in seguin so would they be they'll be cold tolerant enough more so than well, the Elon tree which my, you know, i've, I've got i've got tree. i've got a, a grapefruit tree next to me there that's been through the cold temperatures, and one year when it got extremely cold, uh, it lost every leaf on it. It was it was it lost every leaf on it, and came back and had fruit the next year. Yeah, mine defoliated okay. this year. Okay, but uh, it looks like the stems are fine, and all, and it looks like there's uh, leaf buds already start, already starting yeah. on mine. 
But I've got Bloom Sweet too. I've got two of them, and uh, oh. yeah, they do they do fine in San Antonio. Ah, where yeah. did that tree come from? Did they plant a seed? I, I don't know. I haven't asked my mother-in-law, but um, I'm looking at the trunk of it. It doesn't look like it's grafted to me. Yeah, I, I it, bet uh, you they the, that's that that place used to be full of. Uh, Full of citrus down there that uh, that the people would plant seed or throw out the plant, throw out the fruit and uh, lo and behold uh, it would, uh, a tree would come up. In fact, they they yeah. got a they selected a few rootstock. One called Carrizo Carrizo rootstock that they use uh, as a rootstock for citrus. I'll be dangled. Well, that's where they live. There was, in was produced. Springs, so. Is, is that why she lives in Carrizo? Yes, sir. Okay. Warn, yes, sir. warn him how long it's going to be before he gets fruit. Uh, five to seven years. If you do it no, by that's seat. fine. I'm not planning on dying for another 20 years. There you go. Years. You sound pretty young and healthy to me. What else have you, you... You can go ahead and eat fruit off of her tree. Until yours uh, gets ready. There you go. Another option. Well, I'm sorry about that. Another option <laughs> is to go go to come here to Millburgers and buy a bloom sweet that will have fruit the next year. Too. Yeah, but he's not satisfied. Oh, really? I'll feel those that's, a, that's the same thing. Ah. Maybe one of these days when y'all are doing do this, I'll bring a couple of again, fruit. If you didn't like it, again. There you go. Yeah, do that. What's that? He's, he's going to bring us a couple of fruits. Oh, cool. Okay. Maybe. All right. Thanks, sir. I'm, I'm sending okay, up two or three bushels of them here at the house right now. So. Oh, Lord. All right. Hey, uh, <laughs> we're right, going to have to take a break. Evelyn, I, I'm going to ask you to hold on. I don't want to start your question and then uh, have to stop. So we're going to take a quick break in just a moment. Uh, but I want to remind you that uh, you can call in and be a part of the show at 308-8867, 308-8867. Now, if you're outside of San Antonio, you're still welcome to call us at 866-308. Are you sure? Absolutely. Okay. 866-308-8867. We're blowing up in Savannah. They love us in Savannah. <laughs> uh, but uh, give us a call and be a part of the show, uh, either one of those numbers. Or come on by and visit with us. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. We'll be back in just a moment. And, of course, you're listening to 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And that's right. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, the second hour of our show. Our number is 308-8867. We're going to talk to Evelyn because she's been so patient waiting through the news there. Evelyn, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing just great. How about you guys? Doing nice. I'm doing well. It's over, we're over here on the porch, and there's a little coolness in the air, but it's okay. But it's really nice out in the sun. Yeah. There you go. What's going on? Uh... I want to ask uh, the guys uh, about tomatoes. If I have uh, the grow web around the tomato cage, even during the summertime, would that hurt them? I, I want to get ahead of these spider mites. I've been having trouble for the last few years, and they always get me. 
Yeah, they're they're hard to control. We we had a plant in the greenhouse that we were going to propagate this year, a verbena, and uh, we we went to take the cuttings, and I looked at it the other day. Uh, last week, and I looked at it, and it was uh, full of spider mite. Uh. So rather than and and I, I can get almost any chemical I want to, but uh, the best way to control those uh, on verbena or, or some crop like that, we just cut them back, cut them back to the pot, and let them re-sprout, and and hopefully <laughs> we'll uh, beat the spider mites this time. But yeah, the answer is yes. You can leave uh, leave that uh, cloth on uh, all summer long. Uh, generally, generally, what happens is uh, uh, on our original recommendation on the grow web uh, uh, that we originally recommended, the uh, we left it on until. Uh, until we had the first fruit set, and uh, by that usually by that time, and by the time the fruit started getting larger, uh, the bush was so big that it, uh, you know, was pushing the sides of the of the plant. Uh, I mean, the pushing the side of the cloth. Uh, now I assume these are caged. Are yours caged? Are your tomatoes caged? Yes, they are. I was going to put okay. the grow around the cage, and then in the mornings, I'll, every morning I'd go out there always and shake the bushes for pollination. Okay. Now, so well, are they going to burn up under that stuff? Is, are they going to get no, 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 air? no? They don't. They don't burn up under that cloth. Now, okay. I would I would caution you to use. There's one called. Uh, there's two types of uh, row covers we sell here. Yeah, there's one uh, real thin. One, one is one is the thicker one, and that's called uh, uh, insulate. Insulate. Now I wouldn't leave that on all all summer. But, but there's uh, one that's the, uh, thinner than that. Right, right. The, the the they have we have one called thinner that's got, just called roll covers, isn't it? Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's row it's called row cover. And it's it's a lot thinner, but it, it's thick enough to keep out spider mites. Okay. Yeah, well, that's you what I would use. I would use that if you okay. want to try that with your tomatoes. Uh, mm-hmm. Evelyn, did you did you try using the uh, seaweed extract? Yes, I did, and that that didn't, didn't help work. Any. They still moved in. And now that was last year too, or? Yes. Last year oh. and the year before that and the year before that too, yeah. They. Yeah, she doesn't bad. like spider mites. I'm sorry. I said you don't like spider mites. You like no, me. I don't. You don't don't like them because they know and not anything that you can do to to beat them down. If you follow that that pattern where you keep them covered until you have a, uh, the first cluster of large fruit, and and till till the uh, the leaves actually begin to press hard on the uh, on the on that uh, cloth material, and then you take them off. Even if you're contaminated by spider mites, they won't have time to build their population before you'll be taking them out for the fall crop anyway. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. You see, you see what I'm talking about? Yes. I've 
I've been thinking about this. I I gotta do something. They used to have yeah. a spray that I can't remember the name of it, and that worked pretty good. But they Cal took that thing. off the market, I think. You think about Cal thing? Yes. No, K e l t h a n e. Okay, give that a try. Give that a try this year, and uh, and use that thinner cloth. You'll yeah, be okay. I will. Okay, and I thanks, Emma. Anything ugly about the weed that you're selling over there? Uh, hey, oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'll be nice to you. What, what, what one man's weed is another man's treasure. Something like that, Something's yeah. I'm trying to get in my garden and I'm fighting it too, just like the spider mites. Don't fight it. I'll dig it up and sell it to your neighbors. <laughs> they can come dig it up anytime they want to. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling. Hope, okay, hope you have a good you. day. Bye-bye. Thanks. You take care. All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Bert's on the line. Hi, Bert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Greetings, gentlemen. How y'all doing today? We're doing great. How you doing? All righty. Just uh, getting ready uh, to do some plant work. Uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, someone told me something about uh, I raised my vegetables and herbs on my balcony organically. Someone said... Uh, the control pest, I should investigate into some uh, food-grade diatomaceous earth or pests either ins- inside and outside. You ever hear of that? Uh, diatomaceous earth? Yes, sir. What are, what are you attempting to control? Yeah. Well, uh, just uh, like you uh, said, I guess the... Right now, I have none. I just, uh, my garlic and everything are still growing, and they're not being destroyed. But when I had some pepper plants, there were some uh, leaves that were eaten, and I couldn't find anything that was eating them. And I was just thinking about spraying it uh, as a powder, uh, and then maybe inside for like, uh, when it gets cold. Seems like some of the little wood roaches squeeze through the cracks and get here, and I was going to spray it around there because someone said it just cuts them all up like little razor blades well that's that's the hope the theory uh, that's the theory but uh, uh people have differing results you know is that, is that a good way to put it Kevin? yeah that was uh, some people think, swear by it especially for fleas yeah or and uh aphids sometimes yeah it works okay uh, but but I, I was just wondering, I wanted to question that. You know, like I said, I didn't know if it would work. Like I said, I usually don't have these little tiny roaches except when it gets cold. And I figured, you know, um, I use a chemical spray, but if I was looking to get away from that, because whenever I spray chemicals inside, I just I have to leave for like four hours. Yeah. Well, you, you can try that, by the way. Uh and uh, they they do have some. Uh, you're after roaches, is that what you're after? Yeah. yeah on the interior, on the interior, I have these little. I don't. I've only seen, uh, I think, seven or eight since November. Yeah. And uh, and I I I kill them quick manually, but uh, like I said, it just when it gets really seriously cold outside, that's when they that's when they seem to appear inside. Yeah, I think Bayer, the the company Bayer has a actual products uh, for indoor use, 
uh, insecticide for indoor use, and I, I don't think it has that offensive odor. Doesn't uh, to it. Doesn't stain either. Doesn't stain either. Okay. Yeah. So, but you could you could try that uh, diatomaceous earth. Like I said, a lot of people swear by it, especially for fleas and and uh, aphids, like Kevin said, and and some other things. But uh, right. the 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 results are varied. Yeah, I just I just can't imagine that it would. Phase in I guess that's what I was, yeah. I was kind of wondering if, like you said, if it's on the leaves, I, if it's just the powder, I, I didn't think it would stick to the underside of leaves. I mean, I, I'm old enough to I remember where we used seven dust. Oh, yeah, seven, seven is still used regularly. And it's still, still one of the safest insecticides we have. Seven is, seven is safer than aspirin. Oh yeah, yeah, has a has a has a, uh, has a higher LD50 uh, lethal dose of 50 percent of the population than does uh, aspirin. All righty. Well, I just wanted to just touch bases with you before I went out and invested in some in uh, a diet to make okay. Yeah, don't get a lot. Just uh, and, and give it a try. And let, let us let, let us know what yeah, kind of results you Yeah, let us know what kind of results you get. Yeah, I think they got it at Lowe's. It looked like it was like a pint-sized uh, squeeze bottle for like seven right. bucks. Right, right. They'll have it. And we All have right, it, gentlemen. Too. Dr. Mason's over. Yep, Mill Burgers has it, too. Thanks, Bert. You take you care. Good All luck, right. Bert. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Well, Trace uh, went there and was looking for the... Uh, the stuff that we have, and so this one, the actual uh, name on it is Plant and Seed Guard. That was so there's insulate and there's Plant and Seed right. Guard. And this one is half the density of the uh, of the one that you use for frost protection. Okay. So it allows more light, more air, everything go through it, except for less bugs. Called Plant and Seed Guard, uh, Plant Protection Blanket, and. It's eleven dollars for what is that? A ten by twelve. Ten by twelve. Or twelve by sheet of it. We're gonna read it. Ten by yeah, whatever size sheet you you want. So, uh, but that's the thinner one that you could leave on the whole time. Uh, in fact, Neil Sperry had a had a somebody was writing in and uh, said uh, said that they left it on. Uh, left the cloth. Uh, how long can I leave frost cloth over my plants? I'm afraid to uncover them. Uh, if you have a cloth made for the express purpose of protecting plants from cold, you can leave it in place throughout the winter. What? Yeah. What's uh, it? What's if you if you'd have left a cloth on your uh, <laughs> cyclamen, you would add cyclamen when you got back. Instead of rolling your eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I, I we just, should have gone over and covered them. I just yeah. I, I just don't think that's correct. If, if, if the, a lot of the plants we're protecting need uh, sunlight, you know, even the, even they get citrus. A little uh, diffuse sunlight through there. Uh, not if you use a lot. You use a blankets, or if you use uh, 
Plankets or something like that, Ed. There's no diffuse light getting through there. Through the plankets. No. Did y'all ever tell him the plan to go plant some cyclamen at his house? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just to confuse him. He didn't think that was funny. Now, Kevin, you you misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm re- this is Neil Sperry. Oh well, that's what I am. You want to you want to weigh in on this? this disagreeing is, with this, Neil. This is Neil Sperry. Oh. You're disagreeing okay. with. That's true. <laughs> I am disagreeing I'll with just him. leave it as I would disagree to <laughs> oh. Hey. oh, okay. Well, I'm not disagreeing with you. Because you're, you know, if you left that, even, even the, even the, even the fabric, <laughs> if you left that on the cyclamen, you would, the balloons would be off of, well, I don't know how long, but the balloons well, I'm just thinking covered in 80 degrees after the fact, you could literally... Get so hot underneath there that they like no, crash. No, so even with not get hot off? under there. They will not get hot under there. That's why we recommend the cloth, that cloth material. Because it brings. So are you agreeing with him? Or are you disagreeing? With I him? agree with Neil, hundred <laughs> percent. It's in the paper. And it you is. Read it? And it is. It's so attractive too. To spend. <laughs> Five dollars a plant for cyclamen, and then spend the winter with it co- covered with lay. I mean that that makes sense. Well, it's more attractive than yours are now, Calvin. No, I don't uh, think so. Yeah. At least I've got uh, at least I've got nice soil there, you know. Where, where they are. <laughs> but but that the having the cloth on the cyclamen would not have protected them during this freeze anyway. It would have. It no. certainly would have. Mine it did here. Mine did. Right At here home? in the nursery. Oh, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're well, colder you than have? you just, guys. Just, did you just have the denial, cl- cloth? No. Yeah, just the one, one sheet. It's hard to watch. I lost uh, and, uh, 50% of the blooms. but the How many percent? About 50% of the blooms. 50%. And the plants were all good. And uh, so the blooms were good, too. You could have saved your cyclamen, Calvin. Have you read Neil's earlier before you left for the trip? No, I wouldn't have covered him anyway because that that period of that period of time I just uh, I what it two weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Yeah, and yeah, I would just well, besides my neighbors not liking it. I would have thought they needed water in that time frame too. Oh gosh, yeah, they're not xeriscape plants, cyclamen. <laughs> Cal, Jerry is holding up the book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I don't know if well, he talks about well, that. I, I, I cannot believe these guys. Hey, we got Bud on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Bud, what's going on? How can we help you today? Uh, I heard Jerry say that the uh, Seven Dust was safer than aspirin. Right, uh, the LD50 is higher. You want it to... is lower than the LD50. Okay, is... what is the LD50 for? But LD, LD50 is lethal dose of uh, rats that it'll fifty percent that it'll kill fifty percent of the population. That's the way they they measure the toxicity of chemicals. Okay, so, uh, my real question on that is. Um... With the uh, seven spray, you know, you buy these uh, bottles right. already pre-mixed. Uh, right. Is does it fit that same description? Oh yeah, yes. All all seven is, yeah. is has that rating. As long as you follow label instructions, of course. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One other uh, little comment. Uh, my dwarf cherry surprise HBN nine sixty eight. Right. They grow at least they grow at least six feet tall. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. Uh, uh, I've I've got a picture of David Rodriguez uh, out at the uh, children's garden, and there's a there's a plant of uh, 968, and there's also a regular plant of uh, of uh, of a large cherry red uh, plant, and they're side by side. And uh, the uh, 968 is over David's head, a little bit over David's head. David's five it. feet tall, a little over five feet tall. Okay. And uh, but uh, but the 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 large cherry will get it's it's. I bet that goes eight uh, feet. Eight eight feet tall, yes, eight you know, or nine feet tall. You know, this la- last year, uh, well, quite all the time, I use these half tomato cages with. PHN 968, and so my plants actually don't get much more than four feet. They kind of go over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go. Yeah, go over and down. Yeah. So you can't, you know, that in her situation in a container, you could e- easily get some good production. I oh think, about, yeah, about yeah. That's foot, a guy, That's a, the right recommendation. Four foot, four foot plant. Um. So so there. Yeah, you know, and I think. Jerry made a good point too about the amount of fertilization and the watering. Uh, I always find they have a tendency to put on a huge amount of fruit, and then they kind of the leaves decline. Yeah. But they continue to have some fruit, and then they have this resurrection. They have flushes of growth. Yeah. Huh? So. Huh. It's an interesting plant. It's a good good plant. But well, I, I, yeah, I generally don't get six foot. Thanks for the information, guys. Have a good okay, day. Okay, thank you for calling in. Yeah, Thanks, bud. Good information, bud. Thanks. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. MillburgerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's MillburgerNursery.com, part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. 
If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, one that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores, with three San Antonio and Shirts locations, like 3820 FM3009 at Green Valley Road, or call 566-8808. That's 566-8808. White Singer Have you made your New Year's resolutions yet? As you contemplate joining a gym or reorganizing your closet, don't overlook the year's most important resolution, making or updating your estate plan. Let us remove the worry in the back of your mind. I'm Charlie Weisinger, board-certified estate planning attorney with Weisinger Law Firm. We help families achieve peace through planning. At Weisinger Law Firm, we understand that most people do not like talking about death and planning for what happens when they're gone. So we do everything we can to help the process go smoothly. Just call 210-308-0800 and we'll help you get a will or trust in place. We're located just north of San Antonio in Selma, Texas. So call me, Charlie Weisinger, at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 or weisingerlawfirm.com. That's W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R lawfirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm, peace through planning. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer 308-8867. That's our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. I uh, checked the stats for last week, and 138. Look at here, 138 people. Uh, Came in, read the information on horse herb. Oh, good. And uh, uh, then we had 121 people come in and get the uh, Texas Med diabetic recipes. Uh, okay. I, don't, I don't know whether that got mentioned on a 
diabetic uh, uh, website or, or you know whatever. your your webmaster can actually tell you where they come from. So if somebody if somebody shared it with other people, yeah, you'll see uh, that I've got a deal that shows where they were where they originated. Originated. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I, that's one of the sections of uh, stats that I get. Uh, let's see. What was I going to say? Uh, we had uh, people, uh, 87 people uh, looked uh, looked to see what uh, they could grow on a chain link fence. I had an article uh, hmm. on what to grow on your chain link fence, uh, which I mentioned uh, jasmine, Confederate jasmine, and uh, some of those types of things. And uh, I guess our butterfly vines would be on there too. And so. Uh, a lot, a lot of activity last week, but I was. They're still looking at that. Uh, uh, looking at that uh, horse herb, and I still, I still want my crackpot reporters to uh, <laughs> uh, find the uh, see if we can find the herbal uses of horse herb. Okay, that'll that'll tie it up. Dennis, I think you're that crack reporter. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily crackpot. Not necessarily. But uh, anyway, we'll a lot, a lot of activity there. Uh, and like I said, uh, we we mentioned the uh, fruit trees and roses coming up, and we finally got the uh, entire list uh, of uh, fruit trees and roses. Well, the roses are not in yet, right? No, the the bulk of them won't be into probably the second week in March. In March, for all the hybrid teas and floribundas. And okay, okay. So yeah. you can you can start we'll, looking. We'll have knockouts and then some antique roses before then. In fact, I have a few now. Drift, yeah, drift, yeah. There's some, drift some rose has become one of the most popular roses now. Um, everybody wants a drift rose. What's a drift? What rose? is a drift rose? It is a a short growing rose. Yeah, uh, and it's on almost all the landscape architect plans nowadays. Instead, of, they're not using as many knockouts; they're using more drift roses. Huh. I've never even heard of it. Uh, is that is that the? You remember the old Monrovia carpet rose? Yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like that, but doesn't get as many of the problems. Kind of like an antique or knockout would. Wow, I see you got a great selection of. Martha Gonzalez roses out there. Yeah, there's quite a that, few. That's another nice uh, hey. landscape rose. But anyway, the whole the whole list of the fruit trees and roses are on plantanswers.com under topics of the month, and also the Victor uh, complete write-up and pictures of Victor red grape is on there. And there is about eight and, of those left. And we still got oh, good. plenty well, of those left, and okay. plenty of those coming. So uh, if you're in the in a market for a grape, uh, that's probably the one you want to use. All right, did you get ready to say something? Nope, 308-8867. Oh, I was going to tell you on one website they described the drift as a ground cover rose. So that's what I was saying. It's kind of like that old one that Monroe. Are there varieties of oh, drift yeah, roses? There's like seven or eight colors. It's okay. Not, it's not like the Red Cascade, is it, or something? No, it's a different one. Read, but yeah. it's a, a similar look. Kind of a sa- the Red Cascade was kind it's of a, a savage. It's Remember we had it at Jones Maltzberger, Jerry, and you could, uh, you certainly would not 
go through the the bed. You'd, it was a little uh, bit thorny. One it was yeah. a bit, it was a bit thick and thorny. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, they they used a uh, some sites. They used it on uh, like slopes where there was yeah. a bu- busy highway, and then these houses up the slopes to prevent traffic going up there and also prevent erosion. Yeah, they're so thick, tight. And attractive. Now, how are they? Li- are they? Li- you're selling them, right? You're going to have ha- some. I've got a handful out there now, and we'll get more and more. Uh, are they listed on the rose list? Um, I, I can't answer that question. I have my rose list. Well, then you'll be able to answer that. Does, question. does it? I mean, does is it listed it, as drift not, rose? The, the, I cannot answer that question. Clint, what, well, Milton, what do we pay you the big bucks for? Milton found it under drift rolls, did you, Milton? No, I, I Googled oh. it What drift. Well, see, those are all going to be the hybrid stuff. That's the stuff that comes in in the mid-March. The okay. other ones are more, uh, they're not booked like those. Okay. So we get a, a dab here, a dab there. Oh, I guess I have my rose list. Yeah. I have my fruit list, fruit and nut trees list. Hey, so on plantanswers.com, do you have some place that tells how to trim and prune back roses? And we do. We do have a whole row section on uh, diagrams and oh, wow. instructions. Because poor Blinda's dream is now near six and a half, seven foot tall. And All right. So you're going to attend David's seminar? Oh, yeah, that would be good on the 25th. I'm cleaning up uh, for spring. That'll, that'll That'd be perfect, it. yeah. But it's not going to get any bigger than that. Are you sure? The yeah. thing's huge. That's it just all, keeps getting I'm more bigger. Impressed it's alive. <laughs> well, Laura takes care of it. And it's got a lot of new growth. It's almost. That's entire... in a container, isn't it? No, it's in the ground. Oh, it's in the ground, okay. It's almost all red. There's just a few spots of green on it, and the rest of it's green, red with, uh, with new growth. Wow. Which is sort of scary. So at, at the risk of taking the show backwards, I brought up uh, some onions. Oh, okay. And this is the most beautiful batch I've seen of onions out of Creso Springs. And there's there are big ones in there. I mean, look at that. Yeah. Looks like you got it at, at the HAB. Almost. Now so we got a, a fresh. Do you remember the variety? Of the, oh, it's uh, got it on there somewhere. Yeah, there was like four or five varieties that came in this big. That looked like this that. This one is Texas legend. legend. Oh, that's a legend. The 1015Y improved. Yep. Now, early in the year, earlier in the year, you would you would probably pass up a bundle that had mostly these big onions in favor of the, the smaller ones. But this time of the year, I don't. Yeah, it might be uh, a, um, just as likely because the, these are ready. To, some of these are ready to eat. So if your onion froze down early, and and uh, the. Um, yeah, you can you can replant now. In fact, back in the good old days, and according to Neil Sperry, now is the best time to plant onions. Well, if Neil says that, Neil says that. I don't. I, I would agree with him. <laughs> I guess you could cover them with cover them with row with row. Do what? You could. I guess you could uh, put. Uh, Grow cover on them and to protect sure. them from the cold too. But Actually, no, you don't need to protect them from the cold. I, well, he's but you just said if they, if they were affected by the freeze, mine didn't get affected by the freeze. No, well, so some people called in and said the little onion froze ah. all the way to the ground, and the big ones 
froze the tops froze off. Oh. Yeah, I didn't see. And that. I, I uh, that was why you were gone. Uh, but uh, the uh, that's when I predicted that we'd have a lot of bolting onions this spring, which remains to be seen. And that's when Bruce Frazier, the the on, the Texas Onion Man, said no way. Said that, somebody uh, has that title. Has to, huh? Somebody actually has that title. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Bruce Frazier, the guy you order your onions from. Okay, all right. Uh, in Carrizo Spring, and uh, he said that that you really don't have to worry about the bolting phenomena or the the treatment uh, of, of the for the bolting. Until they get to four to five leaves, true leaves. So these, these, these probably got three or four. So, uh, they, they, these shouldn't bolt even though they're big. So those are looking good. 229 for about, uh, 60 plants, 50, 60 plants. It's a good, a good buy. And yeah, they and you may be wondering how to plant them, or in containers and whatever. Now you and and re- look you reawaken reawaken the, the, the monster, the onion monster. The taking the show back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I've left that on the PlantAnswers.com website when I'm see I take things off and put things on, and so it's still on the. Uh, uh, on the uh, plantanswers.com website under topics of the month. All, all, all you ever wanted to know about onions, growing onions in containers. And you know, we have a lot of, a lot of our, a lot of our uh, listeners that uh, grow plants in containers, uh, maybe citrus and things like that. Uh, every, every, uh, container that you have, Especially the larger whiskey barrel size types of containers should have eight or ten onions in it. Every container you have, just stick them in there, and then you can use them for green onions or, or if you thin them out enough, uh, you can uh, use them for uh, bulb onions. They bulb in uh, June, so. Um, yeah, onions are and, and onions are great for kids, the children's garden, because they can they can plant them easy, and then they can watch them. So go. is he getting a commission on onions or what? <laughs> the, now, you know why wouldn't you? Castle. Why wouldn't you plant? I, I happened to, uh, snapdragons I, or pansies or something in those <laughs> spare space. Well, they, you could you could do lettuce, flowers lettuce, too. But lettuce they, is pretty in there too. These are edible, and even if they bolt, they'll even if they flower, they'll have uh, they'll be pretty in the container. Hey, I forgot we got a question uh, before we uh, a while back for someone that didn't want to stay on the air. And let's see, um, let me find it for you real quick, and then I'll ask you, and you can address it. Um, uh, it was a question about what to soak pepper seeds in before planting. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-mm. Okay. What to soak them in? Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of people believe if you soak them in certain products, I think Billy did did this uh, that it'll increase germination. Hmm. But uh, commercially speaking, we don't we don't soak the seed in anything before we plant it. So, so 
Sounds easy. Small and and floaty. They float. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd float some off, but uh, uh, it's not necessarily it's not necessary to float them. I mean to soak them. Thank you. But one thing that does that I've never done till this year. I don't know. Um, Sweet pea seeds. They definitely uh, real real advantage. Oh, they'll come up faster. Yeah. Yeah, you soak them overnight. They they're like they're ready for action. Some of them even start to to sprout. Oh yeah. So uh, if you're sweet peas and uh, uh, English peas germinate pretty well anyway, but it certainly wouldn't hurt your English peas if you're going to replant. Uh, just soak them for a few hours or overnight, and then and plant them, and they'll be up within a few days. If you were to go, if you wanted to uh, soak or wet your pepper seed before you plant them uh in fact we did we did a studies on this with blue bonnet and when you actually submerge them soak them uh you actually decrease the germination of them is that where you put your two paper towels there you there? go uh, on pepper seed it's tomato seed and things like that easier if to you want to pre-germinate them uh in other words how it has to have them start uh Initiating a root, and uh, the, then you put them in a, and like Kevin says, uh, between two moist paper towels or wet paper towels, and you don't soak them. You just uh, give them moisture, and they'll absorb the moisture from the paper towels and keep them warm, and they'll, they'll begin to sprout a little bit faster. In fact, there used to be a... Uh, they used to do commercial seed, uh, commercial seeds that way, and they'd sell them at a at a increased price because they 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 called them preconditioned. I forget the exact term they used, preconditioned seed, where they said would they would germinate better or faster or whatever. Uh, I know they would germinate in in uh, hot soils. You know, like plant spinach early. They said if you if you buy our preconditioned seed, you don't have to worry about the soil being too hot. Hmm. Well, that was stupid. Uh, that didn't last very long, but it, it it sold a lot of seed there for for a while because they do if if they've if they've been pre-soaked like that and already started to germinate a little bit, like you say, you see a little bit. And then you you dry them down, you dry them down, and then plant them. They will come up faster. Uh, you have to dry them down to plant them. I'm talking about large acreage. But uh, if if you do if you if you just plant a, a fall a garden, you can wait to wait till they begin to sprout. And you also know that you have a viable seed when you begin to see the uh, the sprout on it. Like a pea or bean or something like that. All right, Pat's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Pat. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. What's going on? Uh, I just have a question about waved petunias. Uh, how far to plant them apart and whether I should plant them now or wait until after the, I'm sure that it's not going to freeze again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, 
We we wave wave a wave. Well, it depends on how hard the freeze is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think I would wait until uh, we lost the we uh, w- w- wave is our is Judy's my favorite, and we lost about half of those in containers that we had doing that freeze. They weren't covered. Oh no, no, we didn't cover anything. I know. Um, I'm glad br- uh, on him. Yeah. <laughs> they, okay. Have you grown? Have you grown wave before? Uh, I don't believe so. So I don't know how far apart to plant them. I don't know how much they're going to spread. Well, they'll 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 spread. Uh, I think you could. We put them in containers, and so you know, just one plant uh, per twelve or fourteen inch container. I think if you if you uh, at least eighteen inches apart. They'll, and they'll, you know, I think that two feet is not uh, too far apart even for them if they're oh, wow, in, a, in a row or a bed. Okay, that's good. But wait, if, what if I put them in the ground now and I covered them if it's free? Well, I think I, I think you could put them in the ground now and then just watch. You know, we're, we're te- we tease a little bit about this freeze thing, but. Uh, if it's, if it's not a severe freeze, yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty unless, tolerant. Unless it's gonna get below twenty-five. Unless it's you a free, freeze like it. last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, you could do that, and then you just watch the watch the watch the weather, you know. And in an in emergency, when it got is colder than what Jerry described, then you could then you could uh, just rush any kind of cover over them. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. You take care. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. We're going to go to break, but before we do, I want to talk to you about the folks over there at Wild Birds Unlimited. We had a great time talking to Denise yesterday about a wide variety of different things, from suet to bark butter uh, and everything. That Martin we, houses. Martin houses, and then what, bluebird houses, screech owl houses, barn owl houses. If you don't have owls at your house... Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with that, as well as any other birds that you're trying to attract to come to this area. That's what they do. They're problem solvers. Plus, they've got the big seed sale uh, going on right now over there at Wild Birds Unlimited. You can find out more about that. But the best thing about it is that you develop a relationship with a store that's going to help you to do something that you'll enjoy your entire life, uh, and that's bring nature to your yard, whether it's you want to bring uh, birds or squirrels or you want to uh, have uh feeders or martins, whatever you want, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you. Three locations in San Antonio. There's Northwest Military and Hebner Road. That's where you'll find Bill and his folks. Uh, you can find Kim over there at 1604 and Braun Road and her folks. And you can find uh, Denise there at 3009, uh, just about a mile uh, east of I-35. So go by and visit them at Wild Birds Unlimited and uh, start bringing nature to your yard and enjoying all that. i, I got to go get some bark butter uh, very soon because I want to see how that works. We should do some bark butter on that tree and see what happens. Yeah. How, how quickly will bark butter, do you have any idea? Well, if it's like... Uh, how long will it like last? Pe- oh, it'll... It's like peanut butter. It'll last uh, until it gets hot. But yeah. you know what... That's why, if you, though, if you spread it 
Yeah. Then you know the the squirrels got to work at it, and they can't they can't just take it in a hole. So, hey, okay, hey, you know what we could do with bark butter? What? We could mix some uh, capsaicin. You know, squirrel, <laughs> squirrel away. I bet that would work. We'll have to. You try. know, they they have that capsaicin in. Uh, we could do the, that as an experiment. One week we do it without capsaicin. One week we do it with. Yeah. And see what happens. Hey, we got to take a break and uh, come but back. But you know, in just they moment. have the capsaicin in those. Uh, those things, those suet, uh, suet, yeah, deals for that keep squirrels away. Yeah, I bet that worked for the peanut butter. I made a new product. Together, okay, we'll try that next week. All right. Don't uh, they mix their own at uh, Wild now, now there's jelly with uh, the bark pepper, pepper sauce. Uh, yeah. That's true. We can make little sandwiches. Don't they make their own, the own at Wild Sea? Make their own suet. I mean, wild, huh? Wild birds. Yeah, their own butter, peanut butter. No, it's it's called bark, bark butter. Okay, they make their own. Yeah, well, they buy it from somebody, but yeah. But oh, I but thought the, I thought the guy, the the, uh, the the yeah, the originator of the company the started it. Oh, that's right, that's right. I forgot she said that. Yeah. So I bet they make it their own. Okay. So we could get them to make us some with uh, capsaicin. We'll, we'll look into that. For the squirrels. All right, Hank, don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back and talk to you right after with, this. Three oh eight. More exciting topics yes. like bark butter. Uh. Yes. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. MillburgerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's MillburgerNursery.com, part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 
Force Southwest Military in Chopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with a 10. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need a 10. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's the number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 15312C. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. A new era has started in America. And with it, a new attitude, outlook, and feeling of purpose. It's going to be only America first. Can President Trump deliver on his promises from the campaign? And will the Democrats come around and get on board or just be a roadblock? One thing's for sure. It'll be interesting. And you can follow it all right here. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome, up, welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, our number is 308-8867, and we're going to talk to Hank and find out what she's got going on at 308-8867. Hi, Hank. Welcome Hi, to the show. How are you? We're doing great. How are you? Good. Good. But I have a I have a lemon fig that I got at Festival of Flowers. I have it in a pot. How big does it get if you put it in the ground? And does it need to go in the ground versus being grown in a pot? It's a lemon what? Lemon fig. fig. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Good Lord, I was looking at our lemon fig at the greenhouse the other day, and that stupid thing is 10 feet tall and 10 feet wide. Uh -uh. (laughs) I mean, they get get huge. But now in containers, uh, you know, they may may be a little bit... uh, a little, little bit smaller, and you may you might have to uh, uh, prune them back. You you mm-hmm. just have to keep it in bound by pruning it back. You're not going to kill it. How often do you prune them back? Uh, however, however often it gets out of bounds. In other words, you know, if it gets uh, what about timing for the fruit? Uh, yeah. yeah. After after you harvest? Yeah, yeah. After mm-hmm. you harvest would be a good time to prune them back. Mm-hmm. But uh, another thing that you want to do is, uh, is, is, uh, is like I said, uh, it, it, how big they get really depends on the size of the container and mm-hmm. how much you fertilize and everything else. It's a, it's a good fig, though. Now, I also have a, a little Miss Figgy. No, oh, boy. If, if you put that in the ground, how big does that one get, or should it stay in a pot? Um... I, th- I think because of its size and everything, you stay keep it in a 
in a large container would be yeah. the cutest, cutest way to grow that because it's a uh, it's a, supposed to be a dwarf fig. Mm-hmm. And it's got it's got an attractive growth habit. So yeah, looks mm-hmm. nice in and the container. So use it kind of like an ornamental. But uh, you know we're we're we've never seen that. At least I've never seen that fig. Oh. So I I have no idea uh, how big and and how fast and and we have we have eaten the fruit. Some of the people have eaten the fruit and say mm-hmm. that it's sweet, especially if you let it get soft. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, we don't know anything about the growth habit of the fig. Oh, it, okay. it just it just came, it just came out this year, I think. Yeah, right. Yeah, Millburgers had it uh, the end of last year. I think they had it. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And there's a lemon frost, and an improve. What's the difference between the lemon frost and the improved Meyer lemon? Oh man. <laughs> Uh, the yeah, it's, it's it's a lemon frost is is one of Mr. Moy's, uh, Dr. Moy's uh, crosses. Uh huh. And uh, very different taste. Yeah, very different. It's a cross between uh, a uh, lemon mm-hmm. and a and a uh, Changsha tangerine. Oh. Is and, it as prolific uh, as the is it pro is it prolific like the improved Meyer lemon is? Uh, yeah, but it's not a. It's not. A, it's prolific, mm-hmm. but it's 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 probably uh, this last freeze that we took took every leaf off of them, both mm-hmm. in Uvalde and in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be as cold hardy as uh, say orange frost, which lost no leaves, mm-hmm. or, or uh, Arctic frost. Um, so, uh, but mm-hmm. if I, if I were going to grow one, uh, they're hard to find. Mm-hmm. If you got one, and the, the only, it's a different taste in lemon. I find it to be kind of bitter. Yeah, and it's you can't bitter. use the zest. You can't yeah. use it as zest. Oh, your wife was the one. Yeah, that yeah, out. she she loves the Meyer lemon zest, but then as an uh, with an experiment with Jerry, she tried the the lemon frost as a, mm-hmm. the zest, and didn't she didn't find it very in the oh. same. Now, oh, did yeah. you, le- you you got a, a le- regular lemon, honey? Oh yeah. Did it defoliate? Yeah. Oh yeah. Both yeah, of mine did too. too. Yeah. Uh, okay. And it probably uh, didn't kill it though. Well, it, it looks like there's some stem damage, but oh, there looks you? like there's some live stem too. At the bottom. Yeah. Okay. And we and we don't want to cut back any citrus until when first part of March. Just to be that, on the safe side. At least, at least, yeah. Uh, the first and middle of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see where where the sprouting actually occurs. Oh, okay. And that's okay. that's true on a lot of uh, uh, subtropical plants that we grow around here, Duranta and mm-hmm. and some of those types. That, uh, in fact, Neil Sperry, who had a comment, <laughs> said said. Should I cut my turkey cap down? It froze, and I'm wondering if it will come back. This is only the second winter I've had it. And that's, Neil Sperry, I don't know who to believe anymore, wrote. But that's not a subtropical plant either. Yes, cut it back near the ground. It's reliably winter hardy. Yeah, so some of those other plants that I mentioned, uh, Duranta and, and, mm-hmm. and things like that, 
uh, are more cold sensitive than than his church cat. But they all come back. They are well, suppose maybe yeah. supposedly that that's what I say. We really won't know until mm-hmm. uh, we give them till uh, mid to late March to see if they sprout from the ground. Because I'm in, Le- I'm in Leon Valley, and I had thir- with the wind chill, I had 13 degrees for two days. Yeah. Oh. Um, it was it was it was winter this year. There you go. Yeah. It was all right, winter. we just all have to be okay. patient and wait. Thanks, okay. Hank. All Thanks right, thank calling. you much. Okay. Bye. Right. Take Thanks care. Thanks much. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, our number, of course, is 308-8867, but we just got about a minute left. Anything you guys want to bring up before we have to wrap up for today? I've got some yes, more uh, very questions, but I'll... Yeah. No, I'll I think I'd wait. He's And there's, uh, if, if you're... Kind of sensitive. I was kind of looking at my yard today, and it, it's kind of dreary after the freeze, but... Uh, uh, if you want some color, there's a lot of good color plants uh, available here at Millburgers. Mm-hmm. Cyclamen is obvious, begonias, pansies, uh, geraniums out there look uh, looking good too. So uh, uh, you can get get a few uh, plants for some color and really kind of perk up the landscape. All right. Well, we're going to say goodbye for today, but thanks to uh, Carlo back at the uh, station doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. and. Thanks to you for listening. Lots of calls. Call yeah, had lots of activity today. It's always a lot more fun. We'll see you next week. Think of your questions and join us next week on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.